Welcome to the Every Nation Dorado Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, family. It's so great to be with you this morning again. Welcome to our church online. I'm really just excited to see what God is going to do this morning. Before we start with the message, I just want to emphasize one of the announcements, um, and that is the one on the Bold Conference. So please make a note in your diaries. The 30th to the 31st of May, we are having a regional conference called Rebuild, where the region of Southern Africa is coming together. We're going to be uh, listening to some powerful words from leaders in our region and really just hearing how God wants to move and direct us as a region. So I'm really excited about that. Since it's Pentecost Sunday, there's an expectation in the air of, um, And just such a great expectation for God to do amazing things. So please, please make a note of that. We start Saturday evening and we'll have two sessions on Sunday, one in the morning and one in the evening again. So please make a note of that. Awesome. So this morning we are starting a new series. And this series is actually called The Big Reset. The Big Reset. Yeah. And I, I really believe that it shouldn't come as a surprise to any of us as, as we're listening, or um, it shouldn't come as a surprise to, to any of us, as we all know that we're in a place where we almost have to relook a lot of things that are happening right now. And um, the Big Reset is really about us reassessing Everything that we had planned and looking at where we're at right now and saying, okay, God, what and how do you want us to actually move forward? And I know that for a lot of us, because of what's happening globally with this pandemic, we have found ourselves where we had prepared our year. We had decided this is what things are going to look like. Already last year, we were planning. Uh, we planned where we would be. We had schedules for everything. We knew exactly what the year was going to look like for us. And just to have that completely interrupted, where we had to cancel some things, we had to redirect some things, and we just had to 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 be like people that are on a flight holding on as we're navigating through turbulence, you know? So, yeah, and, 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 and just being in that place, we, we really just want to relook um, as a body, just to relook and say, hey, we can't actually continue the way we had planned, personally, um, as a body, even in our organizations, um, the businesses, we can't just continue, we, we actually have to relook some of the things that we've put in place. And so before we continue, um, I just want to open up in prayer. Father, we, we just want to thank you so much for this morning, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you for your presence in this place. We want to thank you, Father God, that you are with us, Lord, this morning, that you want to minister to every heart that is tuned in, oh, Father God. And therefore, I pray, Lord, that you will just come and flood us with your presence, oh, Father God. May your word be alive in our spirit, oh, Father. May you awaken us, oh, Father God, to what you want to do in our lives during this season, oh, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you for that, Lord. Amen. Amen. So, um, if you are like me, you, you, you probably um, found yourself um, in a place where you're looking at everything that you had set for yourself and saying, okay, where to 
from now? How? Where, how do I move forward? And you kind of had to pull back a bit and just look at um, what the rest of the year looks like and where things are at at the moment and what the things that you might have to change, you know. And it, it is important because um, during this pandemic, it's so difficult just to continue with life as we've always continued, as so much is changing around us. I mean, we already have changes in our homes where we have our children at home with us. We can't take them to daycares. We can't take them to schools. Um, some of us are working from home. And, and, and some of us even had traveling plans, and we can't do that. So we, we are in that place where we have to look and say, okay, um, how do I navigate through this? What needs to stay and what needs to go? You know. But as we're in this place, um, we need to remember that we cannot relook really at things without including God. When we are, we are, when, when we were set on a certain path and we, we recognize that we have to change things because of the way things are going, we have to literally do this with God because we know that ultimately God is in control. He is the one that is, um, watching and he's the one who's all knowing, who knows what's going to happen and knows how things are going to turn out. So we, we literally, have to start resetting things by first resetting our relationship with God. By first saying, okay, God, how do you want me to align myself during this time? And we know in Proverbs 16 verse 9, it says that in his heart a man plans his way, but it is the Lord who directs his steps. We plan our ways. We decide um, these are the, the things I want to achieve this year. This is how I want things to go. And, and yes, a lot of the times we, we do pray. We do pray. Um, but now we're we finding that even though we had prayed and we felt this is what we needed to do, things are being shaken. So we have to go back to God and say, God, now what? How do I move forward? Yeah? So it's important for us to go back to that place of knowing God. The first place is resetting our relationship with God, going back into that uh, place of being connected to God and really knowing God. It's so important for us to cultivate our relationship with God and to know him this, during this time. I mean, as everything around us that can be shaken is being shaken, there's only one thing that will remain standing, and that is the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. And as, as, as we're in this time, we have to look at, at whether we are still building, yeah? Are we still building on that foundation of Jesus Christ? Or have we been building on other things? Because whatever is not of God, whatever is not built on the foundation of Jesus Christ will, will suffer. It will not be able to stand. We know in Corinthians it speaks about how whatever we've built will be tested. And if we've built with, 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 with gold, silver, and precious stone, it will be able to, 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 to stand the fire. But if we've been building with hay, clay and, 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 and straws and wood, things that cannot stand the fire, it's, it's going to shake. It's going to break. And as we're looking at the economy, we're looking at um, uh, people losing jobs, we're looking at a whole lot of things that are happening right now. But it, it, if Christ is our foundation, if whatever is being shaken can be shaken, but we, we will remain standing knowing that our God has gone before us. 
and he will deliver. So it's so important to know God. And when we say know God, it's really being in that place where we have that, that personal, intimate relationship with God. You know, often when we say, I know that person, uh, yeah, I know John, he comes to our church, it's like, you know John, but you don't really know him. And we need to understand when it comes to Hebrew thinking, when they say no, it really refers to having a personal, intimate relationship with someone. And that's why we read in Genesis, we, we read about how it speaks about how Adam knew his wife. And, and, and they, they begot a son, you know? It, it's speaking about the intimate knowing, that, that intimacy that he had with his wife. It, in, in some translations, you will actually read sexual relations. But when they say no, it's speaking about knowing intimately, knowing um, the person so intimately to be able to produce a son. So when we think about knowing God, we're not just saying, yes, I know God. We're saying that we need to know God intimately, personally, having a relationship with him. You know, when you want to know someone, there are two ways to get to know the person. Yeah. Either you inquire of the person, you go to someone that knows that person and you ask them questions about, a person, about the specific person that you're interested in. So you will go to that person and say, hey, I know you know this girl, or this girl called Sarah. Um, tell me a bit more about her. What does she like? What does she dislike? Where does she grow up? You know? And then you get to know that person. But you, you won't really get to know Sarah well unless you actually take the step to get to know Sarah personally, which means you have to spend time with Sarah, which means you have to ask Sarah the questions yourself. You need to find yourself in places with Sarah to see how she responds to certain situations. And that's exactly the same as with God. Um, there are people who choose to know God by spending time with people that are spending time with God. Instead of them spending time directly with God, they're spending time with people that are cultivating their relationship with God, being intimate with God, um, and, and, and hearing from God, and then they tune in listening to that person, what they have to say about God. They, 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 they read books about God. They, they watch clips about, uh, on preachings about God. But if we really want to know God, we have to spend time with him. We need to be intimate with him personally. And that happens by spending time in the word and spending time worshiping him. There is no substitute to reading our word when it comes to cultivating relationship with God. We have to cultivate relationship by staying in the word and staying in that place of worship, spending time with God, getting to know him more. As we read the word, we're saying, God, give me greater revelation. We're spending more time with him and we're, we're discovering things about him we didn't even know we, that, that existed. Yeah. So I want to encourage us to really do that because uh, the reason why I'm sharing this is because um, when, when, when this pandemic came, to Namibia and, 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 and we saw how things started changing 
There was a lot. I, I remember being on so many groups on WhatsApp and people were sending this clip and, and this video and, 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 and this scripture and this. And it just became so overwhelming. And, and I'm asking, I'm saying, God, what's happening in the world? What are you doing? And there's all this stuff happening. And, and I remember the Holy Spirit saying to me, Hilma, you're spending too much time on your phone listening to what others have to say. I need you to spend time with me. And I literally had to exit some groups. I had to, to, to get to that place where I had to discipline myself again where my phone is concerned. And I had to take time to cry out to God, to pray and say, God, I want to know your heart during this time. I want to know what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're not, know, not doing. I want to know what your position is during this time because I know that nothing happens without you knowing so I want to understand um, what's happening around us right now. And as I began to do that, man, the, the time spending time in worship and reading his word, God has just been doing so many amazing things in my personal life and showing me stuff that I, I couldn't, I really couldn't have thought myself. And so we really need to be in that place where we're knowing God and, and we're seeking Him and He is first in our affections. God needs to be first in our affections. Um, remember the great commandment, which speaks about us loving God with everything inside of us. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbors yourself. You know, God must be first in our affections during this time and for the rest of our lives. So we, we're literally being drawn back. Yeah, As things are changing around us, we need to take a step back and connect with God again and say, God, are you still first in my affections? Are you still the one that everything in my life is centering around? You know, currently we're living in a different time. As we look around, we, 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 are, we, we can see how there's so many things that have replaced the affections of God. Um, or, or our affections. You know, what, what is first in our affections is not God anymore. If you look at the world, there's so many things that have risen that people are more interested in. They love more than they actually really love God. And, and, and we shouldn't be amazed by that because the Bible does warn of times that will, that will be like this. Even when we look right now, when, when we look at the world today, um, the amount of sin and the things that have entered that wouldn't have happened 50 years ago because of the fear of God, because of the love of God, the desire to please God, are happening all around us today, you know? And, and Paul warned about this to Timothy. He said, he said, he told Timothy that in the last days, I'll read from 2 Timothy 3, um, Paul starts off by saying, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such. Paul was warning Timothy that there is a time coming 
When people will not be lovers of God, but they will be lovers of self. And when we become lovers of self, there are so many things that can replace God. People are lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents. Everybody is going in their own ways. It's amazing. It's like if you look at the commandments that God gave and look at what the world looks like today, it's, it's the complete opposite that is happening. And it's so sad to see how sin has just risen and risen and risen in our, in our societies, in our cultures. And, and in this time, what I, what I personally love about this time is that right now people are so desperate all over the nations where people are crying out to God to save us from this pandemic, to help us, because so many have been dying. And, 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 and as much as it's a painful time, the good thing that is coming out of it is that people are being reminded of the things that are important, the things that God actually commanded us to focus on, the, the, to, to, to bring back our priorities, you know? Um, people are seeking God again. They're desperate for God again. And, and, and we have to be in that place. We have to be in that place where we, where we are returning to God and we're, and, and we're crying out for Him. Where all these things have taken precedence. And, 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 and we don't just look in the world. It's easy to look out there and say, yes, this is what's happening in the world. But the sad thing is that even in the church of God, even in the church of God, where, where Jesus is supposed to be first, where God is supposed to be first in our affections. There are a whole lot of other things that have replaced him. There is comfort that has replaced him. There are things that we are after. We've come to that place where we're not really just after the giver. We're after his gifts. We're after what we can get from him. There's so many things that have taken the the place of God. People don't spend time praying as much as they should anymore. Spending time in the word. If you can at least do five minutes, it's it's a blessing. All the other things are so important and they're taking up our time. And we're allowing this. But we need to go back to that place where we're like, God, we cannot survive without you. And because we cannot survive without you, we, we, we need more time with you. We need more time in your presence. We need you to lead us. We need you to guide us. We need to be, to first seek you and your kingdom and all the other things will be added. But currently we're so busy seeking all the other things and God is added. Yeah. And then we quickly want to go to him to get the things that we're seeking for. But we need to come to that place where our whole hearts are, are, are given towards him. And we're saying, God, we want you in everything that we do. We have to return back to our first love. You know, I remember the week, the first week of lockdown, when the president announced that now um, we're going to have a lockdown on Friday. I had my own plans. I had, you know, I had set aside this week. I knew what it was going to look like and I was excited about it and I wanted to do a couple of things, you know, but I remember, I think it was a Tuesday evening um, when I really started um, doing a bit more research because before that I wasn't really interested in Corona. It was something happening in China, happening overseas. And as far as I was concerned, I I really didn't think it was going to reach us, to be honest. It was just, you know, stuff that you watch on the news. 
And I remember going into my room that night when, when I heard of, um, when I came, became aware of what was happening in South Africa and what's happening in Namibia and, and how devastating this thing actually is and, and people having to stay in lockdown and not being able to travel and not being able to go to schools and work closing and all that. And I remember just being before God and I started praying like what was just going to be a normal um, good night prayer, seeking God's face kind of prayer. And I remember the presence of God just filling the room and I found myself literally at my bed just weeping. And it was a, a, it was a cry that came from deep within. I was like, what is happening? I was here and there's this cry coming through me. I'm weeping and I'm trying to pray. And as I was praying, I literally, I felt the burden of the Lord. I was seeing some pictures of just like just God's broken heart over the state of the world right now, over the people that he loves so much that he's created, and over how we've moved so far away from his, from his heart and his desires. And I, I literally felt like the cry that I was crying wasn't my cry, but it was like, like the burden of the Lord coming through me. And, and at the end of that time of prayer, I really just felt like God saying, we need to go back to him. And I, I knew I, it had to start with me. I, was, I found myself repenting and, and just noticing things in my own heart that were not in right standing with God. And I said, God, whatever it is that's in me, that's not of you, I need you to, to purge it right now out of me. I need you to, to just come and bring me back to that place where you're first in my affections, where you're everything that I desire and I'm actually walking according to your ways and according to, to, to your call and according to how you want me to walk. So there was just that burden. Um, and, and this is what God is do, doing during this time. And it's amazing to see that it has been happening. There have been so many prayer groups. People have been praying and crying out to God, you know. Um, Isaiah 55, verse 6 to 7 reads, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts, let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. God is calling us back to his heart. He's saying, will my people come back? Not just serving him religiously, serving him culturally because it's what we do, but getting into that place of intimacy and saying, God, we desire you. We desire your kingdom. We desire everything that is about you. So, I, I mean, we've got a lot of time right now to pray. We've got a lot more time because it's less busy. I know some people might be thinking, no, but I'm so busy. You don't understand my work schedule. But even in our busyness, God is calling us back to him. We have to get back. You know, we cannot just continue with life without noticing that there's change that's happening in our midst, without noticing that right now things are not the way they used to be, and God is calling us, yeah, to get in alignment with Him and what He's doing and what He wants to do. Because even in the midst of this time, God is speaking and He wants to direct our steps, He wants to direct us. So it's really important to just get back to Him, get back to Him as our first love, and to desire Him above everything else. So we need to repent um, in our times. We need to spend time just repenting and just saying, God, 
help us where we've gone wrong. And, and I know like um, in this time for me personally, I found myself um, returning to the things that I used to do at first. Um, they were very difficult for me to do and that's prayer. Um, I remember prayer was always, I mean, God is my first love. I love God, but the way I got to know God was through prayer. Uh, when I got saved, the first thing I learned about God was praying and intercession and warfare. So I find myself praying a lot more than I used to. I, I would pray, I would set time aside to pray, but I could never really go as deep as I'm able to do now. And in these times of prayer, I, I've really seen God just releasing and revealing a lot of things about our nation. No, because I'm in a place where I'm listening. Earlier it was difficult because I had to pray through things and get to the next thing. But I'm in a place where I'm not just praying, I'm praying and listening. And God is just revealing things about what he's doing in, his, in the nation, about what is grieving him in the nation. And, 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 and the stuff that is happening in our nation that he's not happy with, like greed and corruption and, and all these other things. And what an honor to be able to partner with what the Spirit of God wants to do through prayer and saying, God, change the hearts of men. God, come and have your way. God, come and change us as, as a nation. And, and we, we have to spend time really in God's presence to know him better and to know what he wants to do. And... As we're in that, as we're in the space where we're seeking him more, there's really a lot that he wants to do. Um, there, there's a lot of change. I mean, I've been listening to to a lot of global prophets that are speaking about the fact that we're moving into a new era. Things are going to change. We 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 know from our NBC updates, if you've been watching, how the economy is not going to be the same. How a lot of things are going to change, and they've already started to change. But even with the changes that we're being surrounded with, God is moving and he's up to something. And it's important that we incline our ears to him to listen to what he's saying and what he's doing and how we need to position ourselves. So it's so important for us to seek him. And the good thing about God is that when we crowd to him, when we seek him, when we desire him, when we repent and come back to him, he always accepts us with open hands. So if you're looking at this list that I was speaking about, how people have become lovers of themselves, disobedient and all that, and you're thinking, oh my goodness, that sounds just like me. All you need to do is repent and say, God, I've, I, I recognize that I wasn't being a sheep. I was being a goat going in my own direction. And I want to come back to you. And I want to come back to your purposes and your plans and allow you to direct me. So we, 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 we really need to to be in that place of knowing God. And you know, when we know God and we understand Him, we cultivate that intimacy with Him and we're we, we connecting with Him directly as it's always been His heart. He reveals things to us. There are benefits. There are benefits to knowing God. There are benefits to having that intimate relationship with God. And that, is, that has been God's heart for, for a very long time, that he would be able to walk with us as he was walking with Adam and Eve in the garden. And, and that's why he's saying Jesus, you know. So his heart is that every single person would know him and they will have that intimacy um, and personal relationship with, with him. And, and so we need to come back to, to his plans and his desires and his heart and what he wants to do in this world, because God 
has a plan, he has a purpose. There are things that he wants to release through, through us into this world. He wants us to be a solution to so many things that are happening around us. But we have to take that time to come back to him, to reassess, read through your journals. I, I, I know I've been reading through my journals and just saying, God, what have I missed? And, and he's been showing me some stuff about myself, things that I've missed, things that I need to pick up again, things that I need to let go. And, 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 and it's so, it's, it's important. I know we started, a, a, a lot of us probably started off the year looking at this stuff and saying, this is the direction I'm going in. And, and, and we're so used to doing it, beginning of the year goals and praying to it and, you know. But now it's like God is like literally saying, come and have your way and come. And, 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 and listen to how I'm directing. Awesome. I want to look at the benefits of knowing God. The benefits of knowing God, there's so many benefits that God of, of knowing God and just knowing his heart. The first one is having a different perspective. You know, we're surrounded by so many, it's, so many voices. But God wants us to have his perspective on what's happening now in the world and where we're at now. So the eye, when we know God, the eyes of our spirit, the spirit man is literally opened so that we can know what it is that God is doing and not necessarily what the world wants to surround us with. Um, Isaiah 8 verse 12 to 13, what a beautiful scripture. It says, do not call a con co call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to fear. And then goes on to say, he is the one you are to dread. Yeah. So the, uh, the world is saying something. But God is also saying something. And when we know and we cultivate our intimacy with God, we will be able to have God's perspective on what's happening around and not our own perspective. And then the second benefit is alignment. When I get back to God, back into agreement with God, back into the things of God, I will be aligned with God. And we need to be aligned with God during this time. It is so important. When we return to God and we cultivate our relationship, we know him during this time, we connect with him, we get realigned with his purposes. And some of us were going in certain directions, but God is saying, you were going in that direction, which was your own direction, but right now I'm calling you back to the direction that I have for you. Realignment. The word of God says in Isaiah 30 verse 21, it speaks about how whether you look to the left or to the right, you'll hear the voice of the Lord saying, this is the way, walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. God wants to direct us. In, in Psalm 32 verse 8, it speaks about how God says himself that he will instruct us in the way that we should go. God wants to instruct us in the path that he's called us to. And, and in this time as we're resetting, one of the important things is to make sure that we're actually still on the path that God wants us to be on. Because what a pity it will be to have a time like this where we can actually rethink things and, and, and be in that place of grace where we can shift into the things of God, miss it completely and continue on a path that is opposite to God. Let us come back to God. Let him realign us with his purposes and his direction. The other thing is understanding the times that, that we're in. And not just understanding the times, but knowing what to do. As I was saying earlier, 
when we spend time with God, God is constantly downloading information. He wants to speak to us and he wants us to understand what's happening right now. The children of God should not be caught off guard when things like this happen, when pandemics are coming, when the economy is crashing. When, when things like this happen, we, we should know that it was happening because we, should, we have the spirit of God that reveals things to us. And when we take time to listen, we will be able to hear the voice of God directing and saying, this is what's happening in the near, near, near future. Move in this direction. In First Chronicles 12 verse 32, we, we learn about the sons of Isaac that understood the times and knew what to do. It's, it's not just that God wants us to understand the times that we're in right now. God actually wants us to know what to do. Do we understand the times that we're in right now publicly? Do you understand the time that you're in now personally, on a personal level, the season God has you in right now? Do you understand what's happening to the world globally? Do you understand what's happening to us culturally? It is important. If we're saying the church is called to be a prophetic voice, it is important that the church hears first <laughs> to be able to prophesy and speak into being the things that God is, is releasing, to be able to lead and, and be able to impact the world according to God's uh, purposes. We, we shouldn't be people that hear lost, that understand what's happening lost. We should be people that understand first and know because we spend time with God. You know, when we spend time with God, He reveals to us what He's busy with. He reveals to us the tactics of the enemy. He shows us the things that the enemy has planned and He shows us the solutions to those things as well. And so if we're not spending time with God, getting to know him, getting to understand him, and we're spending time listening to everybody else that has something to say, we can be confused. It's so important. And you know, sometimes God will lead you to a source. When you spend time with him, asking him questions, meeting him, he will lead you to a book. He will lead you to, to a club. He will lead you to something that is speaking his heart. But it's important that it's birthed in him. It starts, he initiates that. That we don't just go looking for things without his leading. Yeah. So it's, under, it's important. What are the children? How do we see this time right now? Um, and, and it's so funny because I've been getting a number of end time messages. You know, oh, Jesus is coming soon. And, you know, and, and I just realized it's really difficult to understand the times that we're in if we don't understand church history. If we don't understand where the church comes from, what the church has been through, what has been happening in the world, it will be very difficult to understand the times that we're in. So it's always important to know, to know, have the knowledge, but understand the times publicly, what God is saying. And, 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 and when we know the word of God, when we know God personally, we will be able to, to, to actually sift some of the stuff that we're receiving. We will be able to know that Jesus is not coming back anytime soon because he said he's coming back for a spotless and clean uh, bride. And we are not there as a church yet. God is busy purifying and cleansing his churches. He's busy doing a whole lot of things that, that we are, we're not even close to in terms of the return of Christ. There's still a number of things that have to happen. So we don't, though we know, we understand we're in that age, but it's not the time. Yeah. So we will know what God is, what, what, what the time is and what exactly to do during this time. And the last benefit is being able to do great exploits. The people who know their God 
the people who know their God, the people who know their God shall be strong and do mighty exploits. We will not be swayed by the things of this world. We will not be led astray by the flattery of the prince of this world. We will stand firm in God. We will know what it is that he expects us. We will run to the battle line and we will win because God expects us to do great things. He has placed greatness inside of us so that we will be able to carry out those exploits. The creativity that we see in this world, there's so much that God wants to release through his sons and his daughters. And when we spend time with him, when we spend time understanding him, how he operates, when, when we love him with everything inside of us, there are secrets that he wants to reveal. There are things in the secret place that God reveals to the sons and daughters who take the time to spend with him in that secret place. And so I really want to encourage us to stay in that place, to really be, um, um, to, 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 to get back to God so that we will be able to reap the benefits of being in Him, of knowing Him, of, 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 of spending time with Him. You know, um, I really just sense, as, as, I, as I was um, preparing this message, I really sense that the Lord saying that um, we need to understand that these are times of radical obedience. There are people that have been setting things aside um, waiting and not doing what they're supposed to be doing and the voice of the Lord has been speaking to you over and over and even now you're in a valley of decision making and, and you're tempted to stay in the place that you know in the place of comfort but God is saying it is time to move it is time to be radically obedient to step out of the boat into the water where he will lead you with his spirit this is a time when we really cannot afford to be to be looking around when God is speaking to us directly there are people that, that are waiting for confirmation after confirmation after confirmation you've got a book full of confirmations and God is saying now it's time to step out and so I really just want to encourage us where God has been speaking, where God has been revealing things, where God has been directing. Let it not just be because it's in this moment of his presence and we leave and we forget about it, but let us take it and run with what God was releasing during this time. Because the grace is there. When we're on his path, there is grace to release what he wants us to release. So, I really just want to encourage us. I want to encourage us as we're in this time where we're re-looking everything that we've been planning, re-looking our calendars, re-looking our schedules, re-looking our goals, re-looking our family structure. Let it start with God. Let us say, God, what are you saying? God, how do you want to lead me in these areas that I need to re-look? And so, yeah, um, it's so important for us to do that during this time. I want to pray for us. I really want to pray for us that we will, we, we, we will be those people as everything is being shaken around us, as everything is being tested right now, as there is a fire that is, that is purifying and, and strengthening. It is not for us to... to to move backwards and feel overwhelmed, but it is for us to, to be in that place 
where we, we know that nothing else matters except Jesus Christ, except God. And we focus on Him during this time. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus. So, Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just want to thank you, Father God, that you're calling us back to you, Father God. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, that, that you're releasing your, your spirit, oh, Father God, that you're crying out for our hearts to be turned back to you, that as we cry out to you, Lord, you will do great and mighty things in our midst, oh, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you're looking for us, and, and even the prayers that have been going out, Father God, you have been listening to those prayers oh father god and therefore i pray father god that as as we make this decision and even as as those that have already done father just crying out and looking to you and praying and seeking your face lord that you will answer father god that you will bring us back into alignment with you father god that we will be a people that know the times and understand exactly what to do oh father god lord that we will stay on the path that you have called us to to be father and where you're you're redirecting us we will we will not be stiff we will not be stiff necked oh father god but we will say yes god we want to flow with you. Lord, we ask, oh Father God, during this time, Lord, that everything that, that we have to relook and as we're resetting things right now, Father God, that you will be at the center. You will open our eyes to see what it is that you're doing in our personal lives, in our churches, in our nation, oh Father God, globally in the world, oh Father God. May we not listen to a report that is contrary to what you're doing. May we understand what is happening around us, but know what you are saying and look at it from your perspective oh father god in jesus name we want to thank you i really just sense that god is breaking off um heaviness right now i sense that there, there are people that are sitting you're watching this you're, you're feeling so heavy it's like there's this like a just a, a cloud of darkness over you where, where you feel like you don't have energy you don't have strength you just don't have lust for this and god is lifting you out of that and he's saying arise mighty warrior arise and come to the front where you've been kind of just allowing things to happen because you just feel like you don't have fight in you god is saying arise and i really just sense God releasing his peace over his children and saying I am with you I will lead you I will guide you with my right hand my presence is before you thank you Lord for your goodness thank you so much Father in Jesus name amen amen thank you so much for joining us this morning I really hope that you were blessed by that message and I really just want to encourage you to continue strong in the Lord. Please remember to subscribe to this channel and to like our messages. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit envintook.org.